Are you ready? Wrestling with the truth, or wrestling with the war, or whatever the heck you want to call us. I guess we're wrestling with the war right now. It is BC and Jay, along with a mystery guest host, who I'm going to introduce in a second. But Jay, how the hell are you doing, my friend? I'm doing, uh, doing pretty good. A little, little tired, a little weary, a little uh, worn for a Wednesday, but feeling good, feeling energized to uh, to kick this into high gear for episode something. What's I don't remember what 100 is in French. <laughs> I think, do... I think you're right. <laughs> Sant, right? Sant, yeah. Episode think of century. Sant, yeah. Right, Sant, <laughs> yes. Okay, there Episode 100. That's right, man. Undo. Who would have thought? What, a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, we were sitting in your uh, kitchen uh, in the bowels of uh, COVID lockdown saying we might as well do something because the world's yep. going to end tomorrow. Who would have thought we would have made it to 100 episodes, huh? Two weeks later, we had uh, taped microphones to a coffee table. And... <laughs> <laughs> and here Using we your envelopes full of bills <laughs> to, to secure it. <laughs> my my uh, garbage strewn everywhere that actually turned out to be pretty good uh, anchors for the mics. <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it well yes folks you heard it right this is the 100th episode special for as i say wrestling with the truth wrestling with the war whatever you want to heck you want to call it we'll call ourselves wrestling, wrestling with, with schizophrenia clearly yes. yeah there's even more to go with and i'll expand on that in a second but we decided to do a very special episode. We decided to do a hashtag AskWWTT. I mean, we could have done a retrospective and look back on everything over the past 100 episodes, but hell, who wants to do that? Nobody wants to listen to that stuff. We said, let's bring it to the fans. Let's bring it to the people, the people, and ask them the questions. So that's what we did. So we decided to make ourselves the guests, which is why I'm going to introduce the person next to me, my lovely wife, Jen, who's volunteered to be a special guest host tonight and kind of run the shenanigans here. But um, Jen coming off of uh, her amazing debut on our YouTube channel, <laughs> Wrestling With The Truth, <laughs> with our new segment, Wrestling With The Wife, <laughs> going with the schizophrenia theme. You could take that so many, that title, you could take so many different ways too. <laughs> oh man, that's the point of it. I was hoping to gain some interest with that whole thing. <laughs> I think people were at least a little bit curious. <laughs> yeah, like, what is this all they, about? Hmm. They're like, well, this is an interesting new adult channel. <laughs> they were intrigued. Just get them tongue. Get those yep. get those tongues a wagon, baby. Controversy, controversy equals equals cash, right? Or whatever that. That's right, Bishop Mr. Bischoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh, you're, you're throwing me off because um, your words are delayed. I know, I'm seeing it too. And it's like the audio is fine, but the video is all messed up on this. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You, It's the same on both ends, but anyway. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's, it's the maybe maybe it's I didn't pay the bill. I got, I got all these life problems. I didn't pay the bill. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> 
Well, I'll tell you what. And so, uh, so Jen, just before we get into it, so so you're now you've you've, you've broken the seal. You're, you're a YouTube star, YouTube phenomenon. What do you think of this whole craziness? This whole wrestling craziness. Wrestling in general? No, us and all this crap that we're doing. Oh, I think it's fun. I really <laughs> do. I mean, I, I, I mean, compared to you guys, I really don't know Bo Diddley about wrestling, but I know a little bit about old school. But it's fun. Yeah. And I'm I'm learning, and it's interesting. It Definitely is. more interesting than I ever knew. Well, that's actually somewhat good praise, I guess. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's fun. yeah. Wrestling, it's not as shitty as I thought it was. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a five star review in it the modern is a world. Five star review. <laughs> oh, it's good. That's a Tokyo Dome re- review there. <laughs> Oh God! Well, nice. before we get into this, I mean, we we you know we've got so much exciting stuff going on. I, I it's been a while. We're a couple of weeks behind because we had to garner the questions. Life got in the way. There's a lot going on, but we want to make sure we put out a quality episode. Um, but in the meantime, what's been happening is we've got some stuff going over on, on over on YouTube. So make sure, folks, you're heading over to YouTube to catch up on this. But for one, of course, we've got the YouTube channel, Wrestling with the Truth which is slowly climbing ever since we had the video come out with Jim, we gained a bunch of subscribers. Who would have thought with that algorithm with uh, male wrestling fans, you throw a pretty girl on there and you get some subscribers. Imagine that working, but <laughs> on top of that, Jay, I don't know if you know this, but we also got our community tab page. So now we can talk to people on YouTube. Which means that we can do like the, uh, can we do the super chat thing now or whatever? I don't know if we can do the super chat, but we can definitely do like polls and, um, okay. and just like, um, you know, different things like, like not, not worried about like the, uh, being locked in like Twitter with a certain amount of, uh, right. characters and stuff. So yeah, it's, um, very cool. Yeah. We, we can communicate with, with the folk. Things are moving on up. On yeah, the so, side. That's right. And not only that, but uh, I just let the cat out of the bag to Mr. Myers as he wasn't even aware. But I've also decided to just make my life a little bit more chaotic with uh, <laughs> with wrestling. But I've I've uh, started my own YouTube channel, um, which Eric, you're more than welcome to come on at any time. By the way, <laughs> called Wrestling with the '80s. So we're keeping the keeping the wrestling with theme, but it's literally wrestling with the '80s. Talking, if you can believe it. 80s wrestling. Who would have thunk it for BC? No, it's awesome. It's awesome. I uh the uh the amount of brain power you I'm sure you're gonna get on there to, to chat with you too is gonna be impressive. Well, I'm Some excited. Of fr- friends of the show, I think. Yeah, uh I think I'm gonna be leaning on Mr. Ted the Hillbilly Heel a lot for some of the discussions, especially when we get into the, the depths of uh you know uh, mid-Atlantic championship wrestling from nineteen eighty-three. I think I'll need to tag him in just for a little help there. My only refresh uh, was the uh, the recent news with Andy Kaufman going in the Hall of Fame, and then there was the Jerry uh, the King Lawler uh, biography, and it was like that 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 clip of them on Letterman was so cool, and like that whole reliving that whole oh, Kaufman yeah. Memphis stuff that was so cool. Yeah, you should One do a whole episode on ever. that. You should do a whole episode on that. I think we may have to maybe time it around WrestleMania. Maybe get some uh, get some views based on that. Um, Who's the guy that they were talking? I know we're already off the, the rails, but that's standard. Who cares? This is standard just a random. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the guy that they're talking about that should be inducted with Andy Cobb? Tim something. Tim. There... Uh, Bob Zamuda. No, a different name. Oh, He's... Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton. Yeah. Who's that? So give me the story with Tony Clifton. 
uh tony clifton was andy kaufman's alter ego he was like this like lounge lizard kind of comedian uh... that he would uh, disguise himself as at times but um there was rumor he was disguised as him sometimes there's rumors that there's two of them some believe that andy kaufman didn't actually die and he's continued to uh go on in life as tony clifton um yeah it's I a whole lot that. of whole lot wow. of stuff yeah Interesting. I think he could do that. Okay, interesting. So yeah, anyway. have, have you ever wa- watched Man the Moon with uh, Jim Carrey? Uh, I've only seen clips of it, and I really should watch it. My my question is, who's going to induct him? I I hope it's King, but if he's not healthy, I wonder if it's going to be Jim Carrey. Ooh, that'd be a big get for them if yeah. it was Jim Carrey. Yeah. Well, what else is he doing? Not <laughs> <laughs> like he's doing anything else. Yeah, I I, I it's got to be King, right? Uh, it's either yeah, King but I or... I don't know if he's healthy enough to make it. The only other guy I was thinking it might be Bill Aptor might be the other one, but he's not probably not a big enough name. What's that? The magazine guy, right? Yes, yeah, he's the one who introduced uh, Kaufman to Lawler, right? So could be him. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But who knows? They'll probably make it like Batista, and it'll do it. (laughs) I'm excited. Like the Hall of Fame, if they do this Dominic angle and they actually do what they should do, and like have him jump away at the actual hall of fame speech. I'm super into that. Oh yeah. Um, so like, I know it's a re- it's a legitimate induction. I get that. But who says you can't make a storyline out of it? Of course. Yeah. They, they totally should. He still gets inducted. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's gotta be a reason why or, they're doing it this case, year. Or it's like a, it's not, it's a work induction. I don't know, maybe, but I don't think so. I think it's a real induction. It's got to be. They got to be cooking up something because they don't like to induct people who are active. I know, and yeah. and they already have Edge, who's a legitimate Hall of Famer now too, active. Yeah. So I don't know. What? How much better would that be if Dominic? I'm I'm into Dominic lately anyway. So give me all Dominic. Dominic's been fantastic. He's awesome. <laughs> he's been he's so dumb, good. Man. I don't even care that he's shitty wrestler. Like he's like amazing. Well, the, the shittier he is right now, the better because it works with his character. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, that's enough rambling. That's this is this is a typical for us. It's already it's, off the rails. In all fairness, it's been two weeks since we actually recorded, so I guess we had to catch up a little bit. So yeah, a, a tad, a tad. All right. All right so what, what are we doing here? What's going on here? We're, we're gonna do a uh, hashtag Ask WWT for Q and A for our hundredth episode special. We uh, on social media we put the call out to all of our followers and fans and. Asked them to provide us with some good questions and some stump us and stuff with that. And plus, Jen, who's going to be taking over as host here in a in a moment, she's also come up with a couple of questions, I think, as well, to toss in there. So, um, yeah, we're going to I'm pick nervous. the brain. I'm nervous. Are you? I don't do well in tests. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll do fine. Yes. <laughs> Are we ready to go? Yeah. Are you ready to go? Are you ready to take over? There we okay. go. Okay. So. All right. So this question is from Steve McCackern at Steve J. Mac E from Bruins Fastcast. The question is, what is your favorite WrestleMania? Uh, and he would like to hear from both BC and J. BC, you want to take this one first? Shout out to uh, Steve, uh, long supporter, friend of the show. So uh, thanks, Steve, for the question. You you take yours first. Former guest as well. Former guest, yeah. Yeah, and Steve's a local boy. He's from the Halifax area. Yep. Boy, this is a tough one because, as I said, I, I peeked at the questions, but I didn't sit and study them, so I, I want to be fair to both. So this may change throughout the episode as far as my answer because mm. it's it's a tough one. Uh, there's a few 
I'd have to say, um, obviously the first one, just for the fact that it was the first WrestleMania and it was such a spectacle, but really the card was not that strong on it. It was, it was the last three matches that really made that WrestleMania. Um, WrestleMania three always sticks out in my mind, obviously because of Hogan and Andre and Steamboat Savage and just the spectacle of it all, the Silver Dome and the mm-hmm. crazy crowd. Um, that's a huge one. A sleeper for me is WrestleMania thirty one. I don't know why that one always sticks in my head, like the the one with the the Seth Cash in as well. Um, is that the San Francisco one? That's the San Francisco one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think for me. I'm going to have to go with, hmm, it's a toss-up between 17 and 18, I got to say. I mean, 17 was just, you know, that was peak WWE. They just purchased WCW. They were loaded to the gills. I mean, you had the uh, tables, ladders, and chairs match. You had Austin and Rock. um, So much good stuff. But 18, man, uh, here's my homerism coming in. Canada, Skydome. But... I mean, that card was stacked because then you actually had WCW roster in there. You had Hogan Rock, and just that crowd for that match alone just made it crazy. Um, you had, we had Triple H and Jericho. Good match, just was in the wrong spot. Um, you know, just just so much on that Tr- card. Trish just, and Mickey was that one too, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was uh, the one. Oh, that, that was Seattle. Was, that was no, that was in Chicago. That was uh, uh, twenty-two, I think, is what it was. But um, yeah, I, I think I'll go with seventeen just because of the spectacle of it. But a real close is eighteen and and three for the, my old schoolness is is a big one too. WrestleMania three. Yeah, it's tough, tough question because I don't think of them like modern ones. I don't even like like I don't even. You said thirty-one and didn't even register which one that was because I just. They don't, maybe that's not a great thing. I'm hoping that it's going to change in the Triple H era, but they just don't, the modern ones don't stick out to me anymore, apart from like a few moments here and there. But um, for me, this is tough too, because I go back to my earliest sort of vivid peak fondness was definitely WrestleMania 4. And I know it's not a stacked card by any sense. It's not like, lauded as uh and applauded as a, a great spectacle of technical wrestling but to me that was the one i i always would rent the two double vhs's from the, the rental store mm-hmm. would always go get that bring in like several times a year would rent that um so i just th- remember that and it was a big savage guy and it was his crowning achievement at the end and anyway th- that one's that one's probably my favorite but i think i would be with you on 18 like that one of newer ones like that's that one sticks out the most because of rock hogan and the skydome thing and it was just the atmosphere there was like so many like kick-ass band performances too i think saliva performed Mm -hmm. like there was a bunch of performances like it was just a rock and roll feel to that to that to that wrestlemania so i probably have to say four but closely behind would be 18 would be uh toronto yeah yeah, I agree. And I find the problem right now with the newer ones is I just can't remember them. I don't, yeah, that's, I don't, that's my thing, too. They don't stick, I guess. Cause nothing I stands be, out, though. Like, nothing memorable really has stood yeah. out in those. Well, it seems like Raw is a WrestleMania every week yeah. anyway, so it's hard to distinguish between them, whereas yeah. back in the day, it was a big event. Back. I, I do think it's going to shift. Like, I, I, I know we're not talking about new stuff, but, like, 
the build for this year, like just in the last couple of weeks, like how all the matches are cohesively coming together, like it feels bigger. And I hope that's what Mania is going to be going forward again. Yeah, for sure. And and this card is looking stacked this year too. Oh my god, so so cool. All right. Thanks, Steve, for the question. All right, moving <laughs> along to our next question. Okay, this is from Matt Bishop at TWT Takes Podcast. Terrible uh, from Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast. And the question is, what's your favorite chess piece? <laughs> First of all, love that logo. That's pretty badass. It's <laughs> pretty badass. He took the worst WCW, maybe the worst wrestling logo of all time. And well, made it tell cool, tell made Jim cool. what they call that logo, uh, Jim. Oh, I forget. It's I've heard it several times, but what are they? Uh, there's a couple different euphemisms for it, isn't there? There is. The, I think the one... The worst one is the exploding vagina. Was... I knew it was vagina related. Oh, I just I couldn't remember what they uh, how they described it. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's gross. Even Bischoff uh, makes fun of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did, like, is this a literal chess piece? I don't even know all the chess pieces. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with with uh, Bishop, but uh, Terrible Wrestling Takes is a great podcast. He's kind of on hiatus with the with it, but I developed kind of a relationship with them in the past as far as uh his he's got some good takes actually I, he says it's terrible wrestling days but he's got some good takes on the modern product we kind of gel together as far as our takes on the modern product so i think with the name matt bishop i'm sure there's a piece that he's probably looking to find out ah gotcha clever clever, clever. well just because i don't i don't take well the hints i'm gonna go uh night <laughs> yeah. oh, there you go uh i i don't really know chess too well i i said it was pretty obvious it's got to be bishop but uh maybe a rook maybe i'll go with a rook or something like that that's a piece i'm not even sure that's yeah you piece. could say any word and i wouldn't know it's a chess piece so. <laughs> the flangel is my favorite <laughs> yeah, chess piece <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I hope you do get back to uh, podcasting soon because your takes are fantastic. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> next question. Okay, so this next question is from Ted the Hillbilly Heel from the Heel Truth Who's Podcast. This guy? Never heard of this guy. Never heard of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Heel Truth Podcast at gmail.com. And the question is sticking with Monday Night War theme based on personalities. Which tag team in this era on either promotion would you and Jay best be compared to? <laughs> what a great oh question. Yeah. In this era? That's on over eight? my head. So in the Monday Night War era, right? Which team? The Monday Night War era, he's saying, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Dudley Boys, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was was uh, Jesse and Festus? Was that? Was that no, I think that was uh, that was uh, Ruthless Aggression. I'd era. be Festus probably, but um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough question. You you answer first if you got something. Oh, geez, man. I was hoping you'd take it. Take uh, the lead on this. I'm just trying to think of all my teams. Mm. I mean, I don't want to sound like a uh, hoser, but like Edge and Christian, maybe just because I feel like they're kind of, they're not, I don't know, listening to their podcast, they're not exactly like two peas in a pod. They're pretty, they differ in a lot of takes too. I think whatever, like it's not, we wouldn't be the odd couple, but we'd be the, uh, <laughs> the not in sync all the time couple. <laughs> Who would that be? You know all the tag teams better. 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, Bradshaw and Farouk, maybe APA, maybe APA. You think we're two badass tough guys? Well, one that, black, one white. 100%, yeah, percent. Yeah. We are. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the body Donnas. Oh no! Who? Yeah. Who is the? Uh, who was it? Like, um, well, we'd be Rock and Saw Connection, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the viewers decide. Decide who's the Rock and who's the Saw. I was thinking the maybe the new age outlaws maybe uh, yeah yeah you, know. you could be Mr. Ass I'll be the road dog okay. <laughs> it could go so many different ways with us I know it does <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think is there anybody in WCW maybe that would uh, uh, maybe the American males <laughs> well, this rock and roller guy <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud the no, that rock and roll express they weren't from the Monday Night War uh, era no. yeah. um. I would have I would have said the Midnight Express, but they don't really qualify. Um, yeah, I think the Midnight Express would have been a good one, you know. <laughs> but oddities, uh, let's go with the oddities. The oddities, there you go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, good question. Good question. That's a great question, Ted. Uh, yeah, the oddities might be the best one for us. Or Techno <laughs> Team Two Thousand, maybe. What's them? Or what was the? Uh... What was the other like rap tag team? The bad one. Man on a mission. Uh, no, not man on no. a mission. Oh my god. Oh, the insane clown posse. No, they were bad, but they were they were in the oddities, weren't they? No, um, the other one with like the they the two white guys that were like not great wrestlers either. Oh, uh, are you thinking of the PG thirteen? The other one, <laughs> the ECW guys. Oh, 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 I know what you mean now. Um, yeah, I can picture oh. them. Rocco Rock and um, yeah, they were terrible. Johnny Grunge. Yeah, what was it a name? Um, Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I think Great we question, killed that Ted. question. Great right. question. Ted. Thanks, Ted. All right, let's move on to our next one then. Great question so far. Yeah. Okay, this next question is from Steve at SCW underscore Steve from SCW the Wrestling Channel. Which I'll just interrupt for a second. Shout out! I will be appearing on on uh, SCW Steve's channel, the wrestling channel. Um, I think on Friday. I, I'm not sure nice. if it's going to be a live show or not, or if it's just recording on Friday. But yeah, so it's a Q and A on that one as well. Okay, and the question is, what are your top three Bret Hart matches? Oh, God! <laughs> I don't even know if I can name top three. Um, three hundred, more like it. Yeah, it's not that I don't. Well, everybody knows BC is a bit more of a, a Brett fan than I am. I, I like Brett, but he's not—he's not my number one guy. I, I actually would put the screw job up there. I thought it was a memorable match, and whether everybody wants to acknowledge the uh, finish or not, I think that's got to be a top three match. And that it's—I mean, like, what else is he defined by? You know what I mean? Um, Austin match at whatever mania that was. What one was that? 13. 13. That was phenomenal. And then I would probably say Owen, the Owen one at mania two, 10. At mania 10. Those would be my top three, I guess. Yeah, it's hard, hard to, hard to argue those ones, man. Um, You're going to clearly go with the, the Rougeau brothers or uh, bad news brown or something probably you know i'm surprised you didn't go with davy and brett from SummerSlam. i thought you were a big fan of that one too um i i remember it but it, it doesn't stick out as much memorable memorable wise 
Like yeah. I remember the moment, but it, it the match itself doesn't stick out. Yeah. Um. God. Well, those definitely be up there. I, I'm just so we're not repeating each other. I'll maybe I'll add a couple of different ones. I, I, my favorite match of all time with Brett is is thirteen WrestleMania thirteen with Austin. Also, a close second is his Survivor Series match with Austin as well in '96. A lot of people forget about that one. That was after, right? Or was that? That was before. before. That was when. Brett was away and, and came back and Austin was just becoming Austin right. 316 at that point. But, but yeah, so we'll take those out of the, out of the mix. So I'm going to say, and of course I love that Brett Owen match, but just to add a couple more, cause there's just so many, but uh, one that comes to mind is Brett and Benoit on WCW uh, wow. during the Owen tribute. I don't know if you remember that one. I don't even remember WCW doing an Owen tribute. Yeah. So that was a that was a fantastic match. Um, uh, let me see. There's a there. Well, you know what? I was always a fan, and nobody will remember this. But go look it up if you got Peacock, especially. But there was a match back in the '80s when Brett was in the Hart Foundation, and on Saturday Night's main event, he had a rare singles match against Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, just as Savage was starting to tween and become a good guy, um, it was like I think it was right after the. The Hulk or the uh, honky tonk man situation. Um, I'd have to look it up when exactly it is, but it's Brett and Macho. Great match. Two great opponents. I don't remember them. I don't know if they wrestled any other match against each other besides that one. Nice. And for those that are like YouTube fanatics looking for some, uh, some real deep cuts, there's a great match from 1986. On YouTube from the Boston Garden, it's Ricky Steamboat against Bret Hart. Wow! And I mean, it's just a wrestling clinic, uh, you know. Especially for that time, you weren't seeing this kind of a match in the WWF at that time. So, I'll add those on there. But of course, yeah, Bret Owen and Bret Austin are right up there. Those are some. Uh, he pulled out some some good ones on that one. Never even heard of those other ones. Yeah, like I say, the Saturday Night's main event, I think it was late 87. Um, yeah, I'd say late 87 or mid 87, that, that match. It was just, just it, it was a good match. This, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Great question, Steve. Awesome question. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Steve. And so let's go. Here we go. So the next question is from Kyle, a.k.a. The hardest part of the ring. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> at Apron Bump uh, from the Apron Bump podcast. And the question is, build an all-Canadian Survivor Series team. Five people, men and or women. Wow. That's a well-thought-out question there. That is. That is. Uh... Okay, well, I mean, I would just do my favorites, I guess. I don't know if it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's the, the all Canadian team. I mean, for me, it would be Jericho, Edge, um, oh God, it's harder than I thought. <laughs> you got a team? I'm trying to think of it as we, as we. Jericho, I'm, I'm... Edge, Brett. New guy, like, why can't I? Like, why is this just not jumping out at me? 
There's been so many good Canadian talent. I guess we haven't really put any parameters on this. Are we talking only WWF people or could it be any Canadians? I mean, I'm I'm guessing any Canadians, but he's saying Survivor Series team, so it's probably... In any era as well, right? Yeah. No, I'm not even... I'm trying to run through who my favorites are. Well, you you're, you want to add Kenny Omega and Ethan Page now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me. I think for me, it's... Like, I'm so old. Now i got to write it down. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, who else we got? <clears throat> Um, I'll throw bread in there and then, I mean, Val Venus should really be on there. <laughs> it's a guy or a girl. It's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. It's <laughs> a pretty good impression. I thought it was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> he, he was a porn star, by the way. Yeah, that was his gimmick. He literally he was a porn star. The ring. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Had a kibasa at one point, didn't he? <laughs> he had choppy choppy pee. Choppy choppy pee pee. Um okay, okay, hang on here. See, there's plenty of guys that could be on there for an all Canadian team. It's just they weren't my favorites. So I'm gonna go with Okay, you go if you got your list. Oh man. Well, Brett's gonna be my captain. Um, I, knew, I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. I think you got to throw Edge on there. I got to throw Owen in there. Thought about Owen. Um, Brett Edge, Owen, Benoit. I'm sorry, folks. He did live and wrestle at one point. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not, not condoning any other actions, but just for love of watching Benoit. And uh, you know what? Just to mix it up a bit for some modern stuff, let's throw Kevin Owens in there. I was thinking KO too. Mine's pretty similar, but I think I would have to go Jericho, Edge, Brett. I would say KO too. And then I I know we just joked about it, but I think I would throw Kenny in there because I think as lame as he is on on a promo, I like watching him wrestle. So I think that's that's why he would be on my team. But he would be first eliminated. And then Jericho, Jericho would be my captain. Okay, so go over that one again, sorry. Jericho, Edge, Brett, Owens, Omega. Jericho, Brett, okay. And Omega. and mine was... Uh, mine was you didn't have Jericho, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah. I, he's been so tarnished by EW, I just I can't have any good <laughs> memories of him anymore. But um, yeah, so I'm going Brett, Edge, Owen, Benoit, and Kevin Owens. Yeah. That's Who do you think would win that fight? Between those two teams? Yeah. With the clones of each other on them? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, yours had Benoit and Owen and Brett, so if we're going straight up, straight up shoot, I think they probably win. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean that to be... Sorry, there's a joke there. I meant shoot wrestling. I actually didn't mean it to be a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I realized after I was like, "Why that wasn't funny? Like that was uh, <laughs> that was a real thing, <laughs> right?" But the uh, circumstances with Benoit, I get it. I think Kenny's the sole survivor in it all. <laughs> you begrudgingly say that <laughs> Kenny would be the first eliminated. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kenny would do his little uh, 
finger points and do his, <laughs> his galloping, and then Benoit will just step in and just take his head off. You know, yeah. Just yeah. Knock him the F out. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? That's that's a pretty good that's question. That's a solid though. question. That made me think. Yeah. I, I like mean, it. like, there's so many. Like, you got Patterson. You got... All the guys that came before in the eighties, like, but there's just they're not my favorite. Yeah, Gene Kaniski and all these yeah. people. Yeah, wasn't Jacques Pulse, Rougeau? Wasn't you Ivan, Jacques Rougeau? Was yeah, the Rougeau brothers. Wasn't Putski Canadian too? Isn't even though he was the Polish guy, wasn't he Canadian? I don't know. We'll have to talk to Andy from uh, Grandpa in Canada. I thought he that was. One yeah, yeah. Was. Good question. Yeah, I'm good glad question. to see you're a misogynist. You wouldn't include any women on your team. <laughs> Same to you, sir. Same to you. Jeez. Aren't you going to speak up for the, the women's side? I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> that, if that's how, if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. You're entitled to it, whether there's women in there or not. How about Trish can be our manager? Yeah, fair enough. There you go. Okay. All right, Kyle. Thank you very much. Uh, I wish you could see the rest of that picture because good, that's a good point, though. It's a thinner pool for women, though. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like they, outside of Trish, there's Trish, there's there's kind of Sarita who never really made it big. Gail like Kim. Gail Kim. Monster Ripper. Uh Bertha Bay. Oh right. I mean, but that's a pretty, pretty thin pool though. <laughs> like that's I mean, there's a lot of talented people out there, I'm sure women wise, but not that have made the main stage. Mm. Well, Chelsea Green's doing it now, I guess. Yeah, there's, true. There's uh, Ty Valkyrie. There's Rosemary. I guess that, we shouldn't say that. There's a lot right now. I didn't say that. You said that. You're the misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Foiled again by my own words. All right, we'll move on before you get in too much trouble here, my friend. <laughs> before I get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jen, take it away. Okay, this is from Bama Dave. At, Bama. Oh, sorry. Bama, Bama Dave is so much cooler than Bama, though. <laughs> Bahama Dave. <laughs> so it's it's Bama. Bama Dave. Bama from Alabama. You know. Ah, okay. This is from Bama Dave at Bammer Chatter. Uh, from Bammer Chatter Wrestling Podcast, and the question is: If you could pick one wrestler, male or female, from each decade as wrestler of the decade, starting with the 1970s, uh, who would those six names be? Uh, not enough. 2020s to make a call on that yet. <laughs> we got to get a little science in here, my friend. God, <laughs> I don't even think I can answer this question with the math in it. I don't know. I'm going to disagree with Dave uh, on the 220s. I think Roman Reigns has locked that up already for the 220s. One he is having a career uh, yeah. decade. Male yeah. and female from each decade as rest of the decade. I don't know my decades well enough. Well, let's start. Seventies Flair is Flair seventies. He's part seventies, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know there's probably bigger guys in the seventies too. Bruno, I guess Bruno from seventies. Probably, yeah. Bruno would be a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Eighties Hogan, easy for me. Nineties uh, Austin. Two thousands. Ooh, it's getting thinner. Cena, I guess. Does that seem fair? Orton? Tri- no, nah, Triple H. Triple H. Mm-hmm. I think Triple H. 2010 Cena. And 2020s. I, I do Roman. Did I miss yes. a decade? No, I, th- I think you got oh. it. That's mine. Not bad. 
Not bad. So would you, who'd you say were the seventies? Bruno or Flair, but I think Bruno was probably more longer in the seventies, right? Yeah. Well, Bruno, I just think yeah. Flair suffers from the eighties because it's Hogan. It's a Hogan's decade. You can't argue that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the 70s is a tough one because we weren't actually watching, yeah, although I'm no more idea. the historian than yourself, but it wasn't fair. Like, yeah, I think you could go between Harley Race. Uh, how about Andre for the 70s? Oh, yeah, good call. You could say Andre because he was yeah. such a draw at that point. You might you might want to go with that. Either Andre or Harley Race, Bruno, um Dusty, even maybe in the seventies. I didn't know if he was earlier that that early. Um, yeah, um, all all good calls. I mean, all, Flair, you could even throw in there, but uh, yeah, let's let's play it safe and we'll say Andre for the seventies. Uh, I'm assuming we're just going for draw. We're not saying like the best wrestler, wrestler, uh, or something. Or or I, I let's let's say the MVP of that decade, right? right. Is that what we'll call it. Let's yeah. say that. Okay. So for the 80s, yeah, it's two people. It's either Hogan or Flair. Uh, and I, I, if we're going like skill, we'd say Flair. But the guy who brought wrestling to the prominence mm. was was Hogan, right? Golden era. So, yeah, it's, it's got to be Hogan for the 80s. The 90s, I, I don't mind your pick of Austin, but Austin had a short run in that time period. I mean, he's he's on the Mount Rushmore, but... If you want to talk about the entire decade from 90 to 2000, hmm, you could almost argue Hogan again because of the whole NWO thing. I, I would argue that it doesn't, it doesn't matter how short. And Austin is, mm-hmm. Austin's arguably bigger than Hogan. So yeah. you can't argue like three, four yeah. years, it doesn't matter. Like he, he, he surmassed that kind of time element i think yeah, i'm with yeah. you i'm with you on that i'm gonna yeah. so i'd say between but hogan's a good call too because honestly yeah, so I'm had, be, i'd say i'm between three people for the 90s it's either hogan brett or austin just brett for his longevity yeah. and what he did but as far as i'm looking at one thing here in the 90s wrestling was dying again yeah, in the true. early 90s and you know brett you know, help bring the evolution of the of the smaller wrestler, but Hogan lit it back on fire with the NWO with that heel yeah. turn, right? And ignited that war. Um, even though it's what we're watching right now is brutal with stars Hogan and stuff. But and then Austin just kind of picked up the torch from there yeah. and ran with it. So I'd say I'll agree with you. I'll go with Austin for for the for the nineties. Um, for the two thousands. Uh. You said Triple H, right? I did, yeah. But that's more a Homer pick because I just love Triple H. I love Triple H too, and I, I you know what? I can't because there really was no other competition at that time. I mean, the right? Rock wasn't around enough. No, Austin was gone. Maybe like, Sean because Sean, Sean had that Sean, big comeback. Yeah, Brock Taker, was Brock even, was only a year. Taker was nah to me, but um, but yeah, like yeah, you have the rise of Cena at this point, but. I think you're right. I think the 2010s become Cena. I think that's Cena's year. Really, the, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll agree with you on Triple H, and then yeah, and then it's got to be Roman right now as far as the yeah. 20s. I know, like Dave's saying that, but Roman's dominated the last every year of the 2020s right now. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're pretty much on. Great question, there. Bama. That's a thinker. That that's is a thinker. Made me do mm-hmm. math. I don't Who like would you that. have said? Oh, gosh. 
Yeah, seventies. I would have said uh, Andre. Yeah, I would have said Andre. Eighties. <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, Hulk Hogan. Nineties, mm-hmm. uh, Bret Hart. Ooh. There you uh, go. That's a bias uh, pick if I've ever heard one. I uh, no, I just, like he, he just he just pops into my head. That mm-hmm. that's all I like what a very of the very little I know about wrestling. Uh yeah, Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Who are we kidding? Right Doink the clown was the nineties <laughs> MVP. Yeah. Right. Um, In two thousand you don't even bother with. Oh, two thousand honest to God, I don't I don't even know who was on top. I yeah, I don't know. It's between Triple H and Cena, I'd say. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Good question. Well, what about between 2010 and 2000? Pretty dominated by John Cena. Yeah. Cena, Cena, I think Cena tops all yeah. the lists after. Really? Was he even, ever an MMA fighter? No. 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 Did he Quintessential ever... sports entertainer, Cena is. Yeah. He's, Quintessential he's, sports entertainer. He's McMahon's Hogan for the yeah. 2000s. Did he, ever, yeah. did, did he ever resemble an MMA fighter? No, 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 no. Looks like a military guy, really. Yeah, got yeah, a pretty yeah. generic look, for the most part. For some reason, I, I would say that. Orton. I would say there's an argument to be made about Orton in the 2010s. I think there's an argument to be made about Batista. As much as people hate him, I think Batista had a great. Batista was more like mid 2000s to mid 2010s, I think. But yeah, think... Batista was technically he was like 2000. Four to two thousand nine, he was done pretty much. Right. Okay. So maybe yeah. the argument's two thousand for Batista too. He got a good run. Yeah. But anyway, Brock Brock should have been that guy, but he should have been. Yeah. He took his ball and ran. You you could argue maybe Eddie might have been that guy if he had. Yeah, that's alive. a good point too. Yeah. But, Bastard. Why did he have to? Yeah. Die? When did Brock Lesnar come on the scene? Uh, two thousand two. Yeah. Two thousand two to two thousand three. That was his run, wasn't it? Yeah. Why didn't you guys see either one of them? Because he only lasted a couple yeah, of years. Then he left, went gone. to UFC and football and all that stuff. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. yeah. But he should yeah. he should have been if he had stuck around. Yeah. He had the keys. To the, he had the keys to the castle, and he pissed off. Nah, he's just his own guy. He's like, screw it, I don't need this. I'll just yeah. do my own thing, and it worked out for him, I guess. Eh? Yeah. I yeah. guess you can't really fault him. All right. Well, good question. Good question. You got some thinking man's questions some here. Bangers. All right. Thank you, Dave. Bama Dave. And by the way, go check out the Bama Chatter Wrestling Podcast over on the YouTubes and on Twitch. All right. Here we go. Okay. You recognize this name probably. Yes, I do. Hi, Kyle. Um, <laughs> so this question is from Kyle Tyson at the Kai Tai Show and from Smacked Raw Podcast. And the question is, who would you rather book, an all-women's PPV, Nani since McMahon, or current Tony Khan? <laughs> By uh, the way, Jay, in on, the Kyle. chat, I asked Kyle why he hates us so much. That's his <laughs> yeah, I saw that's come up. Uh, first of all, it's PLE, Kyle. Let's get it straight. And uh, <laughs> second of all, that's all I had. Um, oh, I don't even think there's a relevance for this. <laughs> like... <laughs> They're I think he's being horrible. funny. They're both horrible. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, I think honestly, Vince has to. Well, he says 90s Vince. So that, yeah, that throws that. I was going to say, Vince has to be credited for a little bit of the success of the evolution, I guess, but, or revolution. What do they call it? Revolution or evolution? Yeah, yeah the revolution. <laughs> um, If I have to pick those two, then current Tony Khan, I guess. Not, not by his own doing because Vince was so shitty. 
Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... I, and I only say that because there was nothing on TV, so maybe he wasn't shitty. I just didn't. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember seeing women in the '90s. Well, I'm gonna pull an end around on our old buddy Kai and Ty, and um, you know because I'm gonna say this: choppy, choppy, pee pee. Ironically, yeah, you you mentioned uh, Kai, you mentioned Val Venus earlier, and here we have Kai and Ty. But uh, <laughs> Tony Khan, in his current run, has shown that he does not know how to book anything especially women's uh wrestling so booker of the year how dare you sure he is yep yep he definitely is because he has that bloodline angle that's going so well over in aew (laughs) yeah Yeah. um so he's shown that he can't book any women's wrestling vince mcmahon didn't book (laughs) women's wrestling (laughs) but he did book the attitude era which is one of the greatest eras in wrestling right so He's asking for all women's pay-per-view. Well, he had the, like the basically the Sable stuff and all that. She wasn't a wrestler, really. She was just you know eye candy or whatever. But uh, but you had you had Alundra Blaze in the nineties. You had Bertha Faye. I mean, come on, like <laughs> Bertha Faye was booked better than what uh, Britt Baker's booked right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This is it's just, a dead end question. Let's it's a honest. dead end question. I'm going to go with Vince McMahon just because I don't, you know. Because <laughs> you hate Tony Khan. I hate Tony Khan, the snowman, as uh, Ariel Milani <laughs> likes to call it. <laughs> good question, Kai. No, it wasn't a good question. He did that on purpose. <laughs> he doesn't like us. All right. Would you like to slot one of your questions in right now? We have a couple left, but uh, I wanted to give you a chance to ask your question. Um, no, it's okay. You're saving it to the end. Must be a doozy, is it? Oh, man. I'm scared of these ones. Though. Oh, yeah. We'll go with a bang. Okay. Watch what I you like say it. there. I like it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This chair is horrible, by the way. You really got to like step thing. up the budget for the show. Oh, here, my man. gosh. Ooh. All right. Let's go on. So um, here's question number nine. Uh, so this is from Chris and Deb at Today We Laughed. From today we laughed and learned. How does your wife put up with your wrestling nerdum? <laughs> I'll leave that one over to you, uh, BC. Okay, I, I played a little trick here. Um, actually, Chris was going to send a question, and and uh, I guess she's been deadly sick over the last little while, so I didn't feel right going and bugging her about a question for the thing. So, but I just want to include them on there because I know she was planning on doing it, and they've been a unbelievably um, supportive podcast for us they showed us out all the time on their episode chris has actually literally become a wrestling fan because of all the wrestling podcasts that they met through good pods so i'm just assuming that they're going to ask how the hell is your wife put up with you being a wrestling nerd so so, i don't know how do you put up with my wrestling nerddom oh man i don't know how to answer this (laughs) honestly i don't uh it's not that i put up with it I just accept it. Like there's there's things that I like just as much as you like wrestling. Like Degrassi. I love Degrassi. I'll, I'll, I'm just OG, gonna I'm gonna come up, I'm gonna come Degrassi. clean. I like Degrassi. Okay. It better be the OG Degrassi, not none of that new generation shit. Oh no 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 no! No, it's old. It's old Degrassi. Not it's not a, Drake Grassy. It's no <laughs> no. It's the stuff that I was. Uh, it, it's it's. I just wasn't really, I don't know. I was kind of like a tween. Like I, some of it was too young at the time or too, too mature Mm -hmm. for me at the time. And, 
anyway, now, now that I can watch whatever I want to watch as an adult, I just watch it from beginning to end. And I don't have my mom saying, no, no, you can't watch that. It's too I, mature for you. I said your you mom should never own the grassy podcast. She's I, that yeah. I'd kill it. Man, did I have like terrible parents? I was like full, full reins to watch the grassy when I was a kid. So I was, was I. Oh, she no. heard she had, she, she wasn't allowed to watch mash, let alone. The grassy. <laughs> oh no, my dad didn't like mash, yeah. but um, anyways, yeah. me wrestling nerd. On stuff. <laughs> Focus it's on all about me, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> There's things that I really like as much as you guys like wrestling, mm-hmm. but I just, I, um, I don't know. Some days I'm just like, okay. Most days I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't like, I, like I said, I, I really like, there's a lot of things that I like, but I just, I just don't know if I'd have the time or the headspace to get into it as much as you guys do. Mm. However, that said, I don't think we do. (laughs) I don't think we do either. But that said, I really, I honestly, I enjoy watching old school wrestling and I never really watched it um, as an adult before, just as a kid, like, you know, curled up on the couch with my grandfather watching uh, Andre and, and, um, uh what's, what's his name um burke uh leo, leo burke, burke yeah and all those guys from uh grand prix wrestling mm. mm-hmm. but maybe it's a little bit of that nostalgia i'm, I'm converting you slowly into a wrestling <laughs> i'll never be a wrestling nerd <laughs> never and there's there's so much about wrestling i just don't get mm-hmm. uh, i don't think i ever will yeah i just i don't know you guys get so into it like it's well, like it's Jay gets a bit more passionate than I do. <laughs> That's valid. I'll accept yeah. that. I'll accept that. Yeah. All but, right. But as with anything you're passionate about, I, yeah, I, exactly. I think it's cool. You exactly. Know, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. It is very nuanced. That's for sure. It's a good term. <laughs> well, Chris and Deb, thank you very much for all your support. And I hope, I uh, hope you guys are doing well. And Chris, that you're feeling better. And I'm sorry if I stole your, your thoughts. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's add uh, another one here. Okay, and this is from Andy the Taxman at six underscore podcast from Grappling with Canada. And the question is, what has been the most rewarding part of doing the podcast for each of you? Oh, wow, he's getting all feels up in this. (laughs) Uh, I mean, for me, the most rewarding part was just uh, I think it's, it's, it's evolved. Like the original kind of I guess Genesis was just to escape a little bit of the madness of the world. And that was, that was really rewarding because we, uh, we were able to kind of decompress and shoot the shit, if you will, and laugh. And that, that was, that was nice. And then I guess the evolution of that was just meeting all these great people that we ended up meeting. I think that was the, uh, un unintended side, uh, side effect, I guess, if that's the right way, un- unintended, uh, result i guess was like we've we've met some great people doing this and that uh that's the biggest reward for me i guess oh i mean all the money we made (laughs) 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 that's not even an apartment that's actually a vault with like a scrooge mcduck (laughs) situation where you dive into the coins right (laughs) from all the podcast youtube money (laughs) 
Uh, well, there you go. All right. Well, for me, um, well, there's a few. Uh, I I will agree with with Jay as far as you know, just this whole wrestling and not just wrestling, but podcasting community that's so supportive and like the fact that we're we've become friends with people in like Georgia and Winnipeg and and um, you know England, yeah, yeah, England and and different places across the the country and the world and and all that. Just it's so cool. It's just made this this um, community so small. That's pretty cool. Um, the fact that like, you know, my family's become involved with it, you know, like my son gets a kick out of it. You've been able to become kind of a closet wrestling fan, you know, so, but um, you know, obviously the, the is an escape from, like you said, the stuff that was going on a couple of years ago is a nice escape from that. But um, I'm going to get all sentimental here, but it's, um, you know, the fact that I get to, uh, spend a, a mandatory at least an hour to a week with uh, one of my one of my best friends that that's a nice rewarding experience do you mean me or, or jay, <laughs> jay. Oh. <laughs> i'm just kidding jay. either would not, either would do not only that but we get to talk wrestling <laughs> yeah that's true it's like, it's like we have a true. it's like a work meeting about wrestling you know for an <laughs> hour or two a, a week so that's Man, pretty cool that's that pretty, pretty cool. cool it's it's a it's it's very much, I, I think that was a yes. Sorry, that's a given. Is the fun fun element was obviously rewarding, um, on on the uh, the whole having a good time piece. That's always the most rewarding part, I guess. Yeah, it's, I, I uh, think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say it's 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 it was never even about a podcast. I don't think at the beginning it was just about. Uh, us be like well maybe we should just record all these conversations <laughs> and we like them yeah maybe somebody else will well at least you know at least um 50 people a, a week seem to like them so that, that's good that's good um yeah the only, i think the only other thing from a personal perspective as well is uh just finding out how much i enjoyed the whole creative side of it too you know like especially since we started doing the YouTube stuff and doing like videos and things like that and graphics for that stuff and the editing and, and all that stuff. Like I, I didn't realize I had that kind of a bug in me, but that's, that's been cool to find mm. that out. So that's not I guess only that's the no, bug, but like the talent there, you clearly, clearly excel at it as well. Well, I, I'm just uh it's part of my, I guess my obsessiveness, I guess comes out there, but uh yeah, that that's been I guess you could call that rewarding. But no, the, the best part is just that we get to hang out and talk wrestling and just and meet some cool people. That that's yeah. been that's that's been a fun experience for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Ruined my makeup. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the emotional uh involvement, Andy. There you go. Leave it to you. Well, this is the that was the last question. So if you wanna Do you wanna go out with a bang? Sure. Go out with a bang. Go up with a bang. <laughs> okay, so in all sincerest opinionation and honest personal observation, which wrestler do you feel you resemble the most? <laughs> I'll let you take that one. Oh, geez, I'm going to have to think for a moment on that. I just never even I remember. What's like... going to make this colorful is you have to be honest. Just like straight up looks, yeah. Like if you think you really look like Bret Hart, or if you really think you look <laughs> like um, 
uh, Roman Reigns, or if you really think you look like uh, Paul Heyman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Definitely Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's that's a. Um, just hmm. yeah, just. That's a good question. I, I think know, Jay resembles the Miz a bit. <laughs> I'll take the Miz. I was going to say Ethan Page. I actually think maybe we look kind of similar-ish. You'd be like Ethan Page for you. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, God. Darn. I would uh, take the Miz, though. Um, but does Maurice come with the Miz? Sure. Okay, then Miz for sure. Hey, there's another Canadian we could have included on yeah, the Survivor Series team. Yeah, drop the ball on the women. Uh, oh, this is a tough one. That is a tough one. Honestly, there's nothing that springs to mind. <laughs> Not me. exactly something that really uh, resonates daily, is it? Uh, I don't have the hair for it. First off, um, maybe with the beard. If I if I shaved my head bald, it'd be like more like a, a Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer or something like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you shave your head, you could be um, Albert. What's his name? Oh. <laughs> Sweet tea. <laughs> yeah, I know what's the trainer Prince Albert. Guy. Yeah, trainer Matt guy. Bloom. Matt Bloom. Um, <laughs> yeah, or um, maybe like a hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Long flowing know. locks. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should ask each other. I, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Paul Heyman in his ECW days. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about it. I would, I would, I don't know. Ethan Page is who I go with, I guess. Ethan Page. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If, I, if like freshly shaved Ethan Page, me, maybe. I don't know. It's a stretch, though. <laughs> Body shaved or facial shaved? <laughs> Both. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think of some jobber from superstars of wrestling in the '80s that maybe I, I'm kind of can pull off. Or maybe you don't have an answer at all. It's... Maybe Norman the Lunatic. I don't know. Which one was he again? That was uh, the guy who played Bastion Booger. Oh yeah, he was great. Mm, I could put some shades on and a fake wig and go like Macho Man or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could, I think you could do that. I don't know. Pull that off. That's right. a tough one. Tough one. You can talk like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to play you the thing I sent to, to Jay today. It was uh, Ric Flair. <laughs> oh my god! Ric Flair good. doing a promo, but it was it was like it was a like Southern an interpreter, woman, interpreter Southern, or something. Yeah, Southern woman's voice in it. It's hilarious. It was funny. There's so many good Ric Flair memes going around too. Like when when someone turns the thermostat up one degree, and it's just like Flair going on and doing like the elbowing on his like the jacket and stuff. It's so good. Dad, it's like Dad when someone turns the thermostat up one degree in the house, and he just like goes off. It's so funny. Oh, I man. follow a lot of uh, Ric Flair and. Uh, other memes, Instagram accounts. Yeah, I follow something. No context, Rick Flair. It's pretty that's good. the one that's, I do too. Yeah, yeah, and no yeah. context, Dusty Rhodes is good. Yeah, too. that might be the other one. Good. <laughs> uh, um, that was good. Good question, Jen. Good yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, did, did you have another one, or is that? Nope, that's no? it. Okay. I figured, like, you know, yeah, Rick Flair would be a ten. You would be. Let me see. Um, 
I got a question for Jay. Um, okay, I got a couple of questions. Let's see if we can run through these quickly, though, okay? If you could pick one wrestler to trade places with and have their career, who would you pick and why? Oh, I'd pick I'd pick anyone because I'd be a pro wrestler. No, but it, I don't, you you can pick anyone, but you you one like it, okay. this is this is your one. This is your legacy. Who are you going to pick? Oh, okay. Um, if I had to pick, it would be Taker, just because of the sheer amount of volume of respect that man has. Yeah, like. And he was a badass, and he had like titles and all that stuff. But yeah, and he's married to Michelle McCool, so all of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Taker though, for his like his sheer respect level and how long he did it and how successful he was. Yeah, that's um, that's a good one. And I'm not even a big Taker fan, you know that. But yeah, I know that that's uh, that's why I find it interesting that yeah, you can, yeah. good one. What about, okay, what about you? Oh, um, hmm. I mean, part of me would have said Brett, but I wouldn't have wanted to have my career ended with a, you know, a concussion and cut short and all that. Right? I was just thinking more from the legacy of what he did for it. But uh, oh, I think I'd have to go with Triple H. Yeah, it's a good one. You know, great career. Um, you know, he's like Jack to the gills. Uh, go down, go down as like. A mo- like one of the greatest champions plus he like he's respected for his wrestling skill too then the whole managerial side of things yeah. too and and being able to still be in position to lead wrestling into a new frontier that's not a bad one to trade places no that's a good one and he's good part one. of the mcmahon family well, too. and he's married into the family <laughs> like yeah so he's, he's set for life as they say yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah very much so yes but yeah i think i'd probably pick old uh triple e Paul Plus, he has like the coolest entrance music too. That's true. Multiple, pretty significantly good music. I got another one for you. You're trying to convince somebody that they to start enjoying wrestling. You got to pick three matches of all time that that they can watch that'll convince them. Okay, this is the thing to watch. What would you pick? Oh, that is hard. Mm. Any era. Any era. I would start with Hogan Andre, WrestleMania mm-hmm. three. I would then uh, three of them. Three of them, then and this can include the storyline build up to it as well. Okay. Hogan Andre. Um, I would do Rock Hogan from Mania. That match is just in in, in the truest sense of the word storytelling at its best in a match. And it was just super exciting to like hear the crowd and go back and forth. Oh, third one, maybe not. This one's maybe weak, but the the Austin Michaels like Austin's first win maybe at Mania okay. with Tyson, just yeah. because it was such a significant passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. I think those three would be one. I don't know if they have much. I'm, I don't know if I'm crossing. Fa- love for the match and significance, but I think those are significant matches in the annals of time. The annals, not the annals. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, For me, um, only because like, I'd love to say like, you know, Jerry Lawler versus Kaufman or something, but I'm talking overall big picture. Um, Yeah. 
I'm going to say Savage Hogan from five because of the whole Mega Powers storyline. I was going to say Mega Powers. Yeah. I forgot they had the blow-off match in five, though. Yeah. Brett Nostin from Mania. And uh, probably Savage Steamboat. Oh. Although part of me could say just watch all three of the Flair Steamboat matches and that'd probably be enough for you right there. Very close, though. I would also suggest Taker and Michaels, their saga. Yeah. The retirement yeah. thing. Yeah. Good call. Savage Steamboat. That was WrestleMania 3. Oh. Classic. Uh, we've seen parts of it, but I'll have to show you that sometime. Was that outside? No, it was in the Pontiac Silverdome, but the way the roof was, it, it basically, daylight, it basically like it was yeah. 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 I don't, I don't remember that. It's a yeah. giant football stadium, but it was domed. Nice. Yeah. No, those are good calls. All right. Uh, any any from you before we go? Um, I should have I should have had some off the cuff ones. For me, it is given the the theme of kind of how we've pivoted off certain uh, directions. Show what what has to happen for you in twenty twenty three for you to get energized again about today's product. That's a great question. And it's a fitting question because I'm not very energized about the product. I honestly, if it wasn't for the bloodline thing right now, I don't know if I'd be watching anything modern at the moment. And I, and then over the last couple of weeks, I haven't watched anything modern. I've just made sure I watched the clips of everything bloodline related. Cause this whole bloodline storyline is just amazing. Yeah, including fantastic. the Sammy KO stuff. The Cody yep, stuff. That's still going on now. Yeah. Yeah. The ascension that they're building right now. It's great. Yeah, it just offshoots from that, like everything. Um, but like really AEW is just I'm trying and it's just it's just not working for me. It's just um I think it's the fans, honestly. And then unfortunately this week I saw clips of the whole GCW foolishness that went down this week, which is just Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Oh, just too much to get into. I mean, we're talking naked wrestlers, we're talking just women's um death matches, you know, just, just craziness. Right. For me, it would just be, I think the fans have to change number one and stop being part to stop trying to be the show. And they get back to more storyline based stuff and kind of chill out on, on like the uh, acrobatics. And only from the fact that, like I say, I keep saying with AEW, I don't want to watch a product where I'm scared to death that somebody's going to get seriously, mm. seriously injured live on TV. It just it's not a comfortable feeling to watch. It's either they're going to get seriously injured or it's going to be a major botch, you know, it's it's yeah. there's a 50/50 chance of that. And I mean, I don't know, do you still listen to the Conan's podcast? I just clutch, catch the clips on YouTube. Okay, they had um Jason Powell on there who's like a he's like a um I won't say a dirt cheap guy, he's a website guy, but he's pretty respected, but he Is that made, the British guy? I hear him all the time. No, he's not British. That's uh, um, Billy Billy Body. Oh, or whatever. that's Billy, right? Yeah. But um, he he made an interesting comment because he was talking about the bloodline thing and how good it's been and how really so many people are excited to see what's going to happen with this. Um, he made a comment that the evolution of wrestling is not going to be any more moves or anything like that. It's going to be the outside the ring stuff, the storyline stuff, because really. What else can they do move wise that we haven't seen now? Like, I mean, there's just there's nothing left, it feels like, for them to do aside from killing each other for real. But they've kind of lost the plot as far as actually trying to get some drama into that match with all those moves by having something storyline wise. And he said, 
I think people are taking notice of the whole bloodline thing and just how many layers there are to this in, in the fact that you can still have great matches, but the, the, the whole bloodline story, you think about it, Sammy's had basically a couple of matches the whole time and you're not, but you want, you want to see Sammy win the championship and he hasn't even been in the ring doing anything. It's just been all storyline with and that. Segments right? and like, yeah, like interviews and stuff. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting way to no, put it. it the evolution of wrestling will not be move based or match based. It will be storyline based. So yeah. hopefully that's what happens. But that yeah. would draw you back for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more into this today's product than I guess you are, only because I can flip on either show and sort of just enjoy the in ring stuff for what it is. Um, but I think. Yeah, I think that would probably the becoming more emotionally engaged because, like, I'm finding my I'm not watching here as much because my time to find time to watch stuff now is is challenging. So the the time I do have, I'm just not I'm skimming through stuff or just trying to find highlights or whatever. So if you're trying to compete for people's time now, I think you got to make it memorable and you got to make it engaging. So I still like today's product. I I have liked what Triple H has done. I, it feels different. I think I was just saying off camera, like the build feels feels much better for Mania this year. Like just watch. I haven't finished it entirely, but just watching Raw from from this week, two weeks less than two weeks before the main, the show, it's like holy cow! They've actually addressed every single match in this in this Raw. Like when's yeah. the last time we could get that? Right? I mean, not only did you even have builds like matches ready to go this long and leading up Vince would throw stuff on the day before. Right. I mean, it would just be like, here's a mania match two days before mania. Right. But at least now we have like builds, we have all kinds of stuff that they're like, it seems cohesive now like that, that, that keeps me a little more engaged. AW I'm drifting a little bit further and further away from, but I don't know. I'll still pay attention, I guess. I want to like I like I said I want to be excited about it again and the only thing right now that's exciting is to me is WWE at the moment so that's what I'm putting my time towards at the moment. Yeah, that makes it's, sense. It's hmm. not that I won't go back to watch AEW if they if they catch fire with something. That's what I'm waiting for. Like MJF, yeah, yeah he's entertaining, but he's only one guy, right? Yeah, and even that's been stale at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only well, other thing I'll ask you, man, and this isn't this isn't even the Q and A, but just be, as we're heading into WrestleMania, well, obviously Roman and Cody's the main event for one night, but it sounds like it's going to be Rhea and uh, Charlotte be a main event of the other night. But what's your feeling? Should that be the main event or should it be the Usos and Sam and KO? Yeah, I think things pivoted because uh, apparently they they wanted to have Austin or somebody involved and that was going to be night one main event. So I think they're, they're pivoting. Uh, I'm fine with it because it's, it's a world championship quote-unquote world championship highlighting the main event like but am i as interested in the Rhea charlotte match no so the kind of fundamental guy in me says well you want to have two world title matches if you have two two main events like that that makes sense to me and they only have one men's but then i think people are going to be way more into the uso um the uso ko match so or you could open it that right you could open mm-hmm. it i think the plan was originally they were going to have maybe two roman matches right so that makes sense and then they would have had both main events but um yeah 
I mean, I think Rhea is a star, so I think she deserves that spotlight now. But I'm not as into that one. I would much rather have the tag tag belts for the yeah. For the main I event. feel like you're wandering into a whole Hogan Rock situation again, where that's that match could overlap. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but they'll keep. I think they'll keep it off the same night as Roman Cody. So it won't, I don't think they'll do the same night. I think it'll be definitely that night one. The, I mean, the honestly. Gunther and Drew and Sheamus that, that's, event. <laughs> that was rumored to be the main event of night one too. I think they even mentioned it on April first or whatever. Could you imagine that? Like yeah. IC title main event, right? Yeah. Well, the way Triple H is pushing things, I could see it. Yeah. Uh, but if, I mean, Austin Theory and Cena that could be a main event too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like you get Cena, your biggest guy in the last twenty years. That may open. That may open. Yeah. That's good point. Yeah. yeah. Good point. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't get hung up on the main event thing, but it does matter. Who goes on last does matter. I get that. Yeah. yeah. I'd be fine. As long as Charlotte and Rhea have a good match, but I guess it'll be fine. All right, my friend. Well, you've been uh, more than uh, more than a trooper staying up for this, so I appreciate that. My, um, I, my eyes are... My eyes are... <laughs> they're, they're crying out right now. <laughs> you excited to get back to the war? Uh, I am, yeah. You get back into the uh, the cheese that is the the mid nineties. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled episodes back on uh, uh, next week. But I uh, I do want to thank you for this uh, this one hundredth episode, yeah. and Jenna, I want to thank you for joining us and doing some of the questions. Oh, you're welcome. It's been fun. Very good yeah. moderator. I just want to also thank anybody and everybody who has ever listened, downloaded, viewed. Commented us, retweeted, you know, quoted, whatever you want to say. Anybody that's helped out the podcast, anyway, anyone who's been a guest, anybody who's given us advice, anybody's invited us on their show, it means a whole lot. Like I say, we we we've got this amazing community here, and we want to say thanks to to that, and of course, to all the people that uh, contributed questions. Make sure you please go follow them and on both on twitter and facebook and all those different places but go download their podcast because they all have great shows as well agreed uh, for sure and if you if you would be so kind head on over to youtube as well and subscribe to wrestling with the truth on youtube check out wrestling with the wife that the hit new show um uh, by popular demand i think we're going to be having a 90s edition uh, <laughs> so should be good i can't wait to do the AEW edition that should be really funny <laughs> oh gosh crash and burn and um, if you'd be so kind as well, if you want to support your brother out, maybe go over and subscribe to Wrestling with the 80s as well. Uh, do it. You know, my, my three videos that I have up there right now. That'd be uh, that'd be amazing. So, yeah. Nice. Anything else that you want to add before we go, my friend? No, thanks for the uh, last two years of uh, amazing banter and all your hard work because uh, you were the uh, Thomas the Tank Engine of this this operation. So. <laughs> I mean that in the best possible way. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I uh, often describe to everyone that I'm just the talent. I'm just the on-air talent. BC is the. I, uh, I call BC's you the sex the... appeal, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> twisted steel and sex appeal. Yeah. There's something twisted up here. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's not steel, but yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to pull the uh, something out of the old goodie bag that hasn't dusted oh. off, hasn't been used in a while. Four. The beautiful Jennifer, M4, the nightmare, Jay Myers. I am BC saying that <laughs> we are out of here. Doot, doot.